Disney is going late night with the return of more after-hour events. And another signature restaurant is reopening at Grand Floridian. This is episode 130 of the Mickey Fall Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Mickey File Podcast. I am Scott, and with me is my lovely wife, Karen. Hello, everybody. It's... I don't even know. I have had no idea what the date is all week. I kept looking at my watch all day today. (laughs) This will come out on February 23rd. There we go. (laughs) We don't really have any housekeeping. No housekeeping. Hmm. Well, like nothing cool has happened this week to us. Bummer. I played golf for the first time since December 2nd. That was fun. (laughs) So how did you know it was December 2nd? Uh, Because I had a scorecard on the steering wheel of the golf cart with the date that I played on it. (laughs) So I last played on December 2nd. And was six shots worse than I was on this Friday. So maybe I should play less. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I actually got to be honest. I got the bug a little bit. You did? Yeah, it was fun. Okay. Who? Good group of guys, for one thing. But, I mean, just in general, I I hit the ball well. My short game was horrible, but I hit the ball well. That's good, but your short game's going to be bad because you haven't played. Right. It was mostly ball position on everything, so. Yeah. That's easily fixed. Right. Then you just have to think about it. But, yeah, that's what's new in the world, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's really all I got. Okay. So I guess we can go ahead and jump into news. I guess so. The big news is Narcusi at Grand Floridian is reopening April 1st and they're, they have a new menu. It's always been very seafood heavy there. Apparently yeah, we've never adding. been there. Right. So I wouldn't really before. know what's new and what isn't. Just look like I know shrimp and grits is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's a thing. Right. But is it possible we could get anything else with grits? Like it's okay to do too, you know? Yeah. It you is. Corned beef hash with grits. Yes. Fried egg. It's fantastic. I don't know. It's still pretty fish fish heavy. The appetizers are shrimp and grits, buttermilk fried calamari, ocean-inspired charcuterie board. Yeah. It's still pretty fishy. Soups and salad, lobster bisque, and a couple of entrees. They've added more savory. There used to be like one meat option. Uh, So now there's two steaks. And a surf and turf. turf mm-hmm. And a roasted vegetable paella. Yes. Okay. Still pretty fishy. Yeah. But, you know, people are very excited about it, you know. People really love that. Restaurant. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to go there because we didn't make it before everything closed. I know. But... And they have, you know, steak options for you. Two I mean, assuming, I assume the menu that is currently posted is the actual new menu. Yes. That's at least what I saw. I mean, if you're into fish. Yeah. I mean, it has some interesting combinations. Yeah. You know, I mean... I want the kids grilled flat iron steak with two sides and a choice of small low-fat milk, Dasani water, or Minute Maid apple juice. Yeah, because like here, you you know, it's like you choose an entree and then you choose two sides. 
like the dessert things. You get to choose two. Yeah. It's pretty but, cool. What? Um, so I know it's a signature restaurant. Yes. But I'm hearing a but there. It's for kids, right? Like the kids' selections? Yeah. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation because I don't do French, but haricot theirs, right? Uh-huh. Green beans. Why don't you just put green beans on the menu? Why do you have to be all fancy for kids? <laughs> like, can you just put green beans? Because kids are going to look at the menu. They're going to go, they're, they're like, what is that? I'm, I've, uh, like, Right. Like, you have mac and cheese, so you didn't go, like, fancy with that. Right. And you have Bruce's raspberry sorbet. What? Why you got to be all fancy? Um, I don't know. Kids like sherbet, actually. I love sherbet. Right. I mean, that's not, I mean, we ate that all the time growing up, so that's not a big deal. Right. I mean, I'm a little surprised, like, there's not just ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Or chocolate cake. Uh, it's probably what the cupcake is. Probably. Uh, what's with the Nemo theming of the restaurant? I guess it's... I'm not sure. At least the kids part of it is Nemo themed. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I Like, I feel like if I was a little kid and that was on the menu, I'm like, no. And your mom goes, it's just green beans. And you're like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's got some weird name. If it's just green beans, why didn't it call it green beans? I don't get exactly. it. Exactly. Now, there's a cocktail there that looks that looks interesting. The Tawny Manhattan. Um. Yeah. Is it interesting? Yeah. Feels more like a old fashioned than a Manhattan. Yeah, they're calling it Manhattan because with, uh, with the sugar and the bitters and yeah, port instead of um, instead of um, vermouth. vermouth. Yeah, but that's a thing they're doing now. Like all of yeah, them. they do have a cold brew martini. I know that sounds good. That sounds good. Their espresso machine works. <laughs> that was. That was over at the Contemporary. I know. Now, this is interesting. They have a white sangria that is not the uh, pre-bottled stuff. Yeah. That, like, they everywhere, everywhere else. else. Yeah. Actually sounds kind of good. It does, because I like Kim Blanc, Kettle One Cucumber, and Mint Botanical, Agave... And strawberry. That sounds kind of interesting. It does. Especially that they're actually apparently making their own sangria. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so much for that. Yeah. But no, it's good. And mm -hmm. it's also a restaurant that is signature dining. Signature dining, and it's popular. Which it should free up spots, theoretically, at, uh, well, others, but specifically Citrico's. Yes. Yep. We did pretty good at getting into Citrico's. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. I mean, it looks like basically everything's the same price. Yeah. I didn't realize Disney stakes had gone up. Yeah, I know. Everything's gone up. Mm -hmm. Also on the food line, um, reservations for Roundup Rodeo Barbecue in Toy Story Land opened on February 21st, but not without a glitch. So <laughs> kind of a big glitch. glitch. <laughs> I didn't hear what's the glitch. Apparently, uh, people were going in. It was taking five hours to make dining reservations. 
for this restaurant because you would go in and then it says the restaurant's not available or you're not available to make reservations and then it would just freeze and throw you out. So. Yes. But now the glitch was solved after several hours. We fixed and now the you can fix the glitch, right? They just flakes, fix so you the fired glitch. Him? We fixed <laughs> the glitch. Like one of my favorite parts of that movie. Cool that they started fixing glitches prior to. Yeah, I know. Anyway. So now the restaurant opens on March 23rd. Pricing has been released because um, it wasn't prior to the reservations opening. Um, lunch and dinner, adults are 45, um, plus tax and gratuity, and children are 25. So it's price fix. Right. So you get bread service, the prospector's homemade cheddar biscuits with sweet pepper jelly. So it's kind of like the um like the only place I can think that actually does this that we've been to is the storybook dining. So they bring you the bread, then they bring you the okay. tomato salad, well, which is yeah, okay. tomatoes, cucumbers, and onions. Um, the Wheezy's watermelon sal salad, uh huh, and Rex's romaine and kale salad. Okay. Um, then you get round up some chow. Choose one. Either a platter of all of the following house smoked items, evil doctors, <laughs> Dr. Evil's, evil doctors smoked ribs, buttercups, beef brisket, there's sausage in my boot, fire grilled pork sausage, and barbecue chicken with style, whatever that means. Okay. Or you get the Trixie's plant-based trio combat. <laughs> um, I assume... That combat Carlo flower means cauliflower uh, with harissa drizzle and walnut gremolata, scrumptious bratwurst, which apparently bratwurst and is, chorizo mean entirely different things to Disney than everywhere else in the world. Apparently. And the rip roaring rib chop. So two fake meats and some veggies. Right. Then reach for the sides. Select four from the table from mean old potato salad, veggie slaw, campfire roasted vegetables, buck and baked beans. Uh, those, those are not going to be good because they're plant-based. If you don't have bacon in them or at least a good <laughs> ham hock. Uh, the married spuds, which are loaded potato barrels. So that's the... Um, you know, lots of tots thing. Right. Uh, force field fried pickles, slinky dogs, mac and cheese, or the cowpoke corn on the cob grilled street corn. So I know one thing that all of our friends are getting. Right. So that you get four of those. Okay. You get four of those for the table. Okay. Then you get the chuck wagon desserts, one each per guest. So lemon and blueberry cheesecake, apple pie, cupcake a la Forky. Um, which this one actually has a description and sounds delish. It does. Or Lil Rider's gooey chocolate cake, graham cracker, buttercream, sugar cookie. That sounds good. Uh, Billy's chocolate silk pie and Gruff's peach strawberry pie. Okay. So that's what you get. I, I don't see anything that says they bring you more. And good God, why would you need more? Right. Um. But it reminds me of the style, if, yeah. not the menu of storybook dining. Like we're just going to, you order your entree and we're going to bring you lots of different things. And Right. I think you are correct. Yeah. Okay. Now we'll see so, if it's any good. Yeah. I am going to assume that it is more or less exactly the food that we're already getting at uh, the place at Epcot. The Regal Beagle. Regal Eagle? 
I know. <laughs> I'm not the one that named it basically the name of the bar three's company. Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that until, until former ABC <laughs> show also owned by Disney. But yes, it does it does kind of seem like that. Yeah, or or Whispering Canyon or whatever. So I mean, you yeah, know, but it's okay. I mean, those types of foods. Tell what it's going to taste like. Right, they do a good job on those foods. So, yeah, yeah. but it's a it and it is another sit sit down restaurant in Hollywood Studios. Yes, in a place that is hotter than the sun. Right. So. So now I have a place to go cool down. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's yep. see. Do they have any cool drinks? Let's see. Grown-ups peanut butter and jelly, which is screwball whiskey, Minute Maid, vanilla smoothie mix, and grape jelly. That sounds just like a winner right there. Mm-hmm. Rodeo the, mule. That's a mule. Not yep. anything special. Like, no, nothing special. No. Vodka, lime juice, cane sugar, ginger beer. It's just a regular mule. Yeah. Uh, Winnie and whiskey lemonade. That's... Their twist on a Lynchburg lemonade. Yeah. Daniels. Snake Eye Margarita. Oh, watermelon juice, lime juice, agave, and smoked chili. Okay, but it, the juice. name works on that too, the Snake mm -hmm. Eye Margarita, because it's, you know, the old, you know. Yeah. Grown up iced chocolate and rum, which has got chocolate rum, rum chata, chocolate, and a toasted marshmallow. God, the chocolate. Yeah. And a Rattler Rum Punch, Bacardi Rum, orange, orange Pineapple Juice, Lime, and Passion Fruit garnished with a sweet and spicy rim. Hmm. And then they have beers and ciders. Yeah, all the same mm -hmm. stuff. And wine. And wine. There we go. There you go. So... Well, it's good. It's a pretty good menu. Better than I expected. Yeah, it is better than I better than I thought. I yeah. um, so cool. I don't know that I want to go spend one hundred and fifty dollars on lunch there. By the time you you know tax tag title out the door, and a drink or two because it's forty five a piece. Yeah. You know, you're at 90 plus a couple of drinks and right, it gets up there pretty quick. I don't know that I want to spend that on lunch, but. Right. Not your dinner. They have both. Yeah. I always we'll base see. everything on the value compared to beer garden. Mm. True. But we'll have to do it once. D23 revealed a Tron Legacy screenings at Disney Springs AMC 24 Theaters to celebrate Tron Light Cycle previews. Showing on Saturday, March 18th, and it's $20 for gold members and $30 for general members per ticket, which includes an event-exclusive postcard art, medium popcorn, and a beverage. They have two and 3D, two different versions of the movie. Um, the 3D version shows at 10.30 a.m. on the 18th, and the 2D version shows at 11 a.m. on the 18th. It'd be kind of cool, but we're not going on the 18th. Um, well, we're not currently, no. I also don't think I care that much about that movie. No, I know. I was just, I thought it was kind of neat that they were having that. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was I don't know. Neat. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not a bad price for a movie. No. 20 bucks, including popcorn and a beverage. Yeah. It's really not bad. I mean, that's what a movie, yes. I don't know the last time we went to a movie that wasn't, like with a full bar and restaurant. Yeah, I know. Cine Bistro or whatever it is that we go to. Yeah. And a movie girl. Yeah. That's so, the way to watch a movie. 
Uh, we also have not been to a movie theater in like four years. The last Star Wars movie came out for Marvel. I guess it has been four years. So the last movie we would have gone to was either Endgame or that was 2019. And Last Jedi. Nope. Whichever one came out last. Uh, yeah. Because Skywalker and Endgame were both. Yeah. That's and I know I that too. I believe that the Star Wars ones usually came out in December. Uh, yes. Usually. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that would have been the last movie we saw. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And then the world shut down, so I guess we can't ever go to a Star Wars movie again. Yeah. I think I did to go see Jungle Cruise. I had a preview thing. You did. For D23 or DVC, one of those. Yeah. I bought it and watched it in a hotel room on my laptop. Yeah. And that was an actual preview. So they actually made us lock up. They actually put, gave us sealed bags to put our phones yeah. and watches into. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do that this time because this movie came out like 10 years ago. Yeah, I know. I'm uh, just 13 saying. years ago. Mm. Okay. 2010 movie. Yeah, I actually never watched the second one. No. Nope. I've never seen it. No. Nope. So. No. I haven't either. Yeah. Um, Tron AP preview dates were released and filled <laughs> all on the same day, which was a February 16th is when it opened. Um, and their preview dates, they were very few compared to Guardians and Remy. Um, they were only March 4th through the 6th and March 8th through the 12th. Interesting, huh? All right, so it opens April 4th? Yeah. And like, Guardians previews, it opened on May 25th. We did our preview, I believe, on the 21st. Of uh, the 20th. We did it. Did we do it Saturday and it opened the following Monday? Yeah. Because I did Wednesday for DVC and, sat and Saturday AP with everybody. Yeah. Let's see. So tell you when we did it. Huh? I can tell you when we did it. That's what I was gonna say, though, is so there, yeah, but that's like the eighteenth. No, the DVC no. one is the fifth. Right. It's it's the four it was the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth. You had to choose one of them. It was one of those three dates. So they were combined they're overlaying AP and DVC dates and then adding three extra four extra dates for AP. Okay, March 14th, we did Small World with Travis. He had done Tron the day before. You mean Guardians? Guardians the day before. Right. We did Guardians on, yeah, the 20th or 21st. Mm-hmm. It would have been the 21st because Wednesday was the 18th. Yeah, my pictures like overlapped, so. Yeah, so the 21st, and then they closed. Basically, they had one more week, right? Give or take. They opened on, on um, Memorial Day. Memorial Day. So that would have been like maybe the 31st. All right, so we did it on the 21st. Cosmic mm -hmm. Rewind opened on Friday the 27th. Okay. Here's interesting facts for you. Okay. Reportedly on the internet, so it must be true. It's definitely true. Avatar Land, Pandora, whatever it's called, mm -hmm. costs $500 million. Okay. okay. Yep. The whole land. The whole land. Okay. I'm pretty sure that Galaxy's Edge was a billion. But Does that include both of them? No. Okay. Um, 
I don't think so. But anyway, Pandora cost $500 million to build. Rise of the Resistance, just the ride, cost $225 million to build. Wow. Okay. According to the internet, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind cost $500 million. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what kind of... Yeah, I'm trying to... This particular website is. I've never heard of them before, but... Yeah. I mean... What does show how much cost increase yeah. in just a few years? Yeah. True. So, but I, I guess I, mean, I was just... Guardians, Guardians and Galaxy's Edge were probably under construction at the same time. Guardians and Rise were probably under construction at the same time. Rise opened in 2019. Yeah. When did we go on the uh, Guardian or on the uh, Keys of the Kingdom tour? Was that 2018 or 2019? Yeah, it was January of 2019. So they were both under construction at the same time. Uh, yeah, they were. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It just. There seems like there's so much more involved in yeah. Rise of the Resistance than Galaxy's Edge. Except the ride vehicle is. I mean, the ride vehicle for Galaxy's Edge was basically already, for Rise of the Resistance, was already in use at, basically. Yeah. At I mean, it, Remy. Yeah, it was definitely right. improved on. So, yeah. yeah. The ride vehicle for Guardians had to be invented. So, I guess that's yeah. why. Yeah, and the track and the way it moves and yeah, because it locks it in place and yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was cool. That is cool. Yeah. So I was just really surprised how few days it was for preview for AP. Yeah, so I wonder now that is this coming up because I just saw it somewhere. Yeah, so your next thing, cast members are able to sign up for a second Tron preview. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they're going to open up more because they got a month almost, three weeks. Maybe they're going to let the cast members in. Yeah, they're just letting the cast members go and. Because if the past is any indicator, and it kind of has been, uh, you can expect the announcement anytime that cast members are locked out of Magic Kingdom for a month or two. Oh, yeah. I would imagine they are. Because they've done that pretty much every time. For everything. Yeah. Right. To do it for a long time. No. The uh, longest one was Hollywood. I know they locked, they locked them out of Hollywood for quite a while. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, I mean, that's good that they can go and sign up. Mm-hmm. Yes, it but is. But apparently on that, they pretty much take them in. They're there for like two, three hours, and they take them out. Well, I don't know about all that because every every single cast member I've seen talking about it online is, oh, I wrote it 18 times today. No, I wrote it seven times today, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of that. Yeah. So I am curious how they're doing the DVC one. What do you mean? Well, how they're doing our preview. Because? Well, for example, our AP preview dates, they've put a Magic Kingdom uh, park reservation into our My Disney Experience for all the people that are signed up for AP. With DVC, you don't have that. Because you don't assign people. I don't know. I'm sure they'll tell us. I'm sure. So it just says we have to have a ability have have valid admission, right? Right. We have to have a valid admission to enter Magic Kingdom. Doesn't say we have to have a park reservation. 
just as it says we have valid emission. Right. So I'm hoping they'll send something out soon. <laughs> I, I would think they would. I would think so too. Seems like the kind of thing they should let us know about, but they got, they've got a couple of weeks, week and a yeah. half, whatever it is. Week and a half. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Voyages are now offering only one dinner service each night due to lower occupancies. All right. So theoretically, the ship holds, mm -hmm. what, like 360-something people, right? Yep. The ship. Well, it is a ship. And that dining room... I don't feel like holds 300 people. Right. Which means they're probably Roughly maybe about 150. Capacity. Yeah, half. You can't keep it open at that. No. And they're giving cast members half off? Half off, but they do have to actually be on the ship. That should be the case all the time. It should. I'm not if sure if, if it, you're taking up. If you're taking a room, you should have to be there. Right. I 100% agree. Not, in my opinion, in fairness to Disney, but just in fairness to the other potential guests. Right. I think it's I think it's good that they are because I remember who were we talking to? Was it one the driver of the minivan? That um that she says she's hoping that they offer it that to cast members soon if she wants to go on it. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're doing it. Because mm -hmm. there are a lot of cast members who would like to do it. So there you go. Opened up a whole new side gig for cast members. How much are you willing to pay for me to go on the Star Cruiser with you? Okay. I didn't even think I, I didn't even really think about it in that aspect. So I always pick the worst possible aspect of people. Apparently. <laughs> Epcot and H2O after hours have returned. Okay. The Epcot one is 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, resort guests can start booking beginning February 28th and public booking begins March 3rd. The first date is June 1st and it goes through August 24th. It's basically every Thursday except for the middle of July. The prices range from... And Oh. Oh, and yeah. Oh, it's missing June 8th. You're right. So I get not doing a few days before 4th of July. I understand that. Right. Oh, well, so they are. They're doing the 29th and they're doing the 6th. So they're doing that. Right. Well, oh. So, okay, yeah. So here's my question. What's going on June 8th? What is special about July 13th? That they moved it to the 12th. Um, I don't know. I know that they... I'm checking something. Might be Moonlight Magic. Hmm. Because they just announced all of the other registration dates for that. No, Epcot's done already. Mm -hmm. oh, it's not that, but it might be a different. There might be a different um, park. July eleventh is Animal Kingdom. There is not one in June. I don't know what June eighth is. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. They rented out the park too. Probably somebody. Yep. So the prices are one twenty nine and one thirty nine, depending on the night. However, DVC and AP prices are at $99. Okay. 
So Epcot does include Guardians. So after hours events include popcorn and ice cream and drinks, right? And sodas, yeah. Okay. Those are actually pretty good deals. So $99 to go in there and get Guardians, Remy, Frozen, and leave. Mm -hmm. Fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a whole lot more than Lightning Lanes. Right. And the hours are from 10 to 1, but if you go in early for your own park admission, there you go. And can we talk about Lightning Lanes for a minute? Sure. Genie Plus? Uh, it is that that is being brought up later, but we can bring it up now. We'll talk about it later then. Okay. So then the H2O glow hours are from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. The prices are $75 for adults, $70 for kids. Resort guests can book again on February 28th. Public book booking opens March 3rd. The DVC and AP prices are $59 and $54. Now, on the dates there, they have two in May, four in June, seven in July, four in August, and one in September. Are these all Saturdays? Uh, yes. Okay. So, all Saturdays. May 20th, 27th, every Saturday mm -hmm. in June, 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th. Mm -hmm. uh, more, lots more in July, but it kind of makes sense because they jammed them in there around early and before 4th of July. So July 1st, 3rd, 8th, 15th, 22nd, 29th, and 31st. Mm -hmm. August 5th, okay. 12th, 19th, and 26th, September 2nd. The yep. only problem with that is when it rains. Yeah, I know. For one thing, it's not like they can... I, mean, I guess it's just a refund. It's not like you can go tomorrow. Right. Most people are here for a week, so you miss Saturday, you miss it. Right. A super fun event, though. It, yeah, it really is. I want to do that again. Okay. Let's talk. We'll, we'll talk with the group. Yeah. Now, the Magic Kingdom after, after hours are only continuing until March 27th. The Hollywood Studios after hours are continuing beyond March. They're going into May and June, ending the, at the end of June, and they're on Wednesdays. The Hollywood Studios hours are 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., um, the prices are $149, but DVC. An annual pass is 119. And they're pretty much every Wednesday through June 28th. Yeah, except again for May 10th. Yeah. But if you're here for May 4th, they have one on Wednesday, May 3rd. Oh, that would be cool. You do that and then may and then you go to Hollywood Studios again for May the 4th. Oh, come on. Mm -hmm. come on. Be fantastic. It would be cool. It would be cool. Disney Princess Weekend ugh. Disney Princess Weekend runners can save 50% off Blizzard Beach tickets for use between February 22nd and March 1st. You basically have to go show your bib and you get 50% off either at the Expo or um, Blizzard Beach ticket office. You know, the weather's been pretty nice. Yes. Must but it be has very not warm. been particularly warm. Right. Like, Definitely it was cool this morning. Now, it was foggy as crap. Right. But it was cool for a while, and even now it's only 70, well, it's just 78 in Tampa. So, I mean, I guess that's warm enough. Right. But, but if you're from up north. I mean, it was... 10.30, 11 o'clock, 10, 10 o'clock this morning. It was still like 61. Yeah, really? Yeah, over in, well, where was I? Sebring? 
Okay. Or somewhere around there. Right. Maybe Zolfo Springs. I don't know where it was. It was a little cool. And that's because it was so foggy, too. But, um, I mean, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. But, man, it's still February for yeah. a water park ticket. But people from up north that appreciate the weather down here. Yeah. Or people from Colorado or whatever. Yeah. All right. And Genie Plus sells out for two days at Walt Disney World for the first time on February 19th and February 20th. That's happened at Disneyland, right? Yes. It's happened at Disneyland. It's the first time it's happened here at Disney World. You would think the world stopped looking at these Disney news sites. A beautiful weekend. It was President's Day. Mm-hmm. President's Day's always busy. President's Day's been busy when the parks weren't busy. I know. It's always it's been busy. in school. It also was two days before Mardi Gras. Right. It is always busy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I know. But you would thought the world ended. Yep. You would have thought. And apparently they refunded, like, people. I don't know. Everybody, tons of people, whatever it was. So, but I was actually very surprised. I mean, surprised, but not surprised, surprised that it did sell out. I was wondering when it was going to happen. Genie Plus. Well, all right. So, from the day it was announced that it mm -hmm. was going to be a charge, right? Right. And they always said there's, they can't guarantee availability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But since the day it was announced, mm -hmm. every podcast from the biggest one to the one that started last week, Right. Has moaned and complained about what a ripoff Genie Plus is and how we used to get fast passes for free and it's just Bob Chapik stealing from us and all of that. So it's been right. nothing but bad publicity since day one. And then people get it and they're like, man, it's pretty good. You know, I was able to do all this stuff and I stacked and, you know. Right. But for a year and a half, it's been nothing but complaining and pointing fingers about Genie Plus. Right. And it had to combat that. So, you know, the fact that it finally happened, I mean, listen, it, you know, and the other thing is, <laughs> it's not like when you had FastPass Plus, you got fast passes for every ride you wanted to ride. Right? Especially if mm -hmm. you were a Daniel Pass holder and you only had, what, 30 days? 30 days, yeah. Because you had 60 at... 60 at hotels? Yeah. Right? So, you know, it was... Damn, it was a year before we got a fast pass to Seven Dwarfs. Yeah, I know. You know, now, I mean, were we religiously, like, refresh, refresh, refresh? No. No. And same with uh, Pandora or Flight of Passage. You know, right. But, you know, Peter Pan was gone. <laughs> when If you had a hotel reservation, Peter Pan and Seven Dwarfs Spine Train were gone before you were able to get your reservations because somebody who came into the hotel three days before you had already gotten it. Right. You know, like all the time. Yeah. So... And, and I remember when we went to Seven Dwarfs one time... Not any different. I remember when it was still fast passes. I'm like, uh, you know, we can never seem to get one. And the cast member said, unless you're staying on property, you're never going to get it. Yeah. I, I asked him, I remember exactly asking him, mm -hmm. how do you get a fast pass for this? He goes, stay on property. It's the yep. only way. It's the only way. You know, so I understand now that there should be some kind of commitment that, or, you know, $20 or $30 or whatever it is. I don't right. know. I haven't looked at it in a while. It's whatever the most expensive it could be is, is what it is like the last few days. Yeah. Um, which has happened multiple times since Mr. Chapik took over, by the way. 
Mr. Chapik? I mean, Mr. Iger. Not once when Chapik was CEO. Just saying. <laughs> Didn't happen until like the first week Bob was, new Bob was there. New old right. Bob was there. New old Bob, yep. Clearly needed to be because now it's broken because everybody bought the thing that everybody hates and is not going to buy. Right. But if you're paying for it, there should be some type of commitment that you're going to get things, but not every ride. Right. You know, I mean, that's clearly a broken system if it really was as useless as what the internet says, which, you know, whatever. Right. But, but there was never a guarantee with any system that you were going to get exactly what you wanted, exactly when you wanted it. Oh, never. Whether that's ADRs or fast passes or lightning lanes or... Right. So, I don't know. I mean, it's just, like I said, there's there's a whole cottage industry of ridiculous news reports on the internet about Disney World. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. Um, All the real news, huh? Yeah. Uh, there's DVC news. So this hit us hard last week. Yes. DVC has increased the price per point for purchasing one-time use points by $3, which makes it $22. 22, yep. Effective February 16th. So we got our... Wait list. Preview for Tron. On February 16th, right? Right, along with our AP one. Yep. Well, for AP and DVC, we got our preview on February 16th and said, well, we're not going to drive back and forth. We'll just spend the night. So you you put a wait list in. And we were like, but I don't know, whatever. A few points short because we've already booked a bunch of stays. Right. So we're like, oh, that's fine. You know, well, of course, the same day that the price went up, we needed to buy six points or whatever it was. So, yeah. Good for us. There's another $18, Disney. Yeah. You're welcome. Just bad timing, whatever. It's been 19. Yeah, it was just bad timing. Because I even said to the, I even said to the cast member, DVC, DVC cast member, I'm like, oh, I see it's going up. Is that, you know, just, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. It was effective today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, of course it was. I didn't, it, my only complaint there would be I didn't see it announced anywhere prior to. It just kind of came out that day, I thought. But Yeah. They'd actually announced it. That I saw it that morning. And like I said, so, it's been, I think it's 19, I think it's been $19 the entire time we've been members. So. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it just went up, it just happened to hit us right at that same time. Yeah. So. $3 in five years is not that big a deal. Right. Uh, registration ad- registration dates have been announced for the remaining DVC Moonlight Magic events at Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, and Typhoon Lagoon. Yep. Typhoon Lagoon. Isn't that closed? Yes, but it's going to be open for the... Have, well, no, because, I mean, it just I haven't seen an announced opening date, but apparently it is going to be reopening. Yes. So, cool. And DVC members will have access. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, the the registration dates have been announced. Um, I don't have them in front of me. They're, so just check actually, the DVC website. Yes, check in the DVC on the DVC website. It has them all. Right. Obviously, if you're staying on property, you get to book them before the general. Uh, last thing is that DVC members will have access to cash cash rental reservations at the Disneyland Hotel. So it's projected and been announced that it will open in September of 23. And although not a date, uh, and reservations are set to begin on March 15th. You can begin making reservations. Um, And it's one of these staggered things. So DVC will begin accepting reservations on the 15th with Disneyland Magic Key holders able to start booking on the 16th. And then everyone else on the 17th. Um, DVC News 
Bleach.com says it is unclear as to whether the March 15th date applies to DVC members booking with points or if they will only accept cash reservations on that date. So, uh, and they've got all kinds of pictures and I think a video or whatever, but all kinds of pictures online we'll like share. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Does the deep oh, the Disney blog story revealed little new information about the rooms, with the exception of the elaborate grand villas. Those rooms will feature a two-story floor plan with spiral staircase and bathrooms themed to Moana and Frozen. So, it's very cool. The outdoor balcony is huge, and two layers of balconies. That's pretty cool. So, um, I think that's enough for this week. We talked a lot again. We did talk a lot. So, that will end the discussion. Okay. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening once again. uh, Instagram, we are MickeyFile underscore podcast. You can find us on Facebook as the MickeyFile podcast. And in our Facebook group, the Mickey File Improvement District, best way to support the show is like, follow, subscribe, rate, review. Rate and review, I guess, helps. Uh, On whatever podcatcher you use, especially if it's Apple or Spotify. Rating or review would help us out, help people find us. Uh, Yeah, and, uh, you know, if you like it, share it. Share it on, uh, share the episode on social media. Tell your friends, family, your Uber Eats driver. Stranger. Whoever. (laughs) The guy at the traffic light on the corner. And if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can reach out on Facebook uh, or our email address, which is mickeyfilepodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Goodbye. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.